you think you slick? Cause you came on here before the show and you were smiling. And I said, I had a beef with you. I said, I ain't have nothing to smile about. What I do, what I do. But see, I learned everything from you. You know what you did right before we started this podcast? Right before we jumped on here and about to bless the world and let, and, and, and let our cousins hear what we gotta say, what has transpired over the last week. You Ooh. took off you took off those fresh frames you oh, had. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the problem that I have. You know what I'm saying? The problem that I have is, is that I've been waiting on mine. And now I'm about to have to, let me tell you how I'm gonna have to treat you. I'm gonna have to treat you like my wife treat me when she asks me to go <laughs> ship something. When I go ship something, she says, hey, Take a picture of the tracking number and send me the receipt so I can make sure you did it. That's something Brody. I have to do until I get my frames. Brody, you know damn well it take us a minimum of two and a half to three weeks to send I, something off, man. Bro, and then and then stop acting brand new. You bro, knew it was gonna no, be a long time no, before I no. shipped them damn and, like glasses. And then those are different. <laughs> those are different. <laughs> Even the same one. <laughs> those are different. That, hey, bro, I'm they, sorry. I'm sorry, bro. You're supposed to have them by now. I haven't shipped them yet. I'm sorry. It's all, it's all good. Listen, I, look. Dang it, bro. man. It's been a rough week. You know what? And I and I was just about to say that. We're going to dive into that a little later, okay? Jesus. And, and you know, I always got your back. I, I saw I saw you respond on the Twitter. I said my apology, but I had to dive into it a little bit. We're going to get into that. <laughs> You know, it's always good to see y'all want to you tell too, you. You brother. You too, my brother. Hey, y'all y'all shining. I didn't I didn't get a chance to see it last night because I fell asleep. But everybody keep telling me about the mega cast and how y'all yeah. new money on there last night. I said it is it's it didn't it's not shocking. It's not shocking. It's not brother, shocking. You know, you know, you know how this thing goes, man. I watch I watch you on NBA today every week. And I'm and I always say to myself, they starting to get in the groove. They starting to get they like they starting to understand. It's hard when you got people coming in and out. Like like we gotta we you know we've been at this for two years on NFL Live right, now. Right, but right. It's y'all you know y'all kicking off, but the personalities are starting to come through. Mm. Like everybody know y'all know basketball. Everybody knows that, but the personality part is starting to come through. And Malika is Malika is settling in to being like the leader yep. and, and kind of controlling that everything like we got with with Laura Rutledge, who I call L Boogie. Anyway, we got hey, a lot to I, get at. You go ahead and can, you go ahead and get us where can, we need to go. Can I can I give uh you know the game is to be sold, not told, but but because we we're not guys that lack in like we we're secure about ourselves. Yeah. Let me let me give people out there a little advice. See, it's ESPN. We ha- you do have to realize is that the E stands for entertainment, okay? 100%. Yeah, let me go ahead and put that out there. So it's not just coming up here and saying, well, he shot 34% from the field. This so not what? You got to have so some type of swagger about yourself. You can, read that. you can read that in a book. Hey, listen, it was MLK <laughs> yesterday. Let's acknowledge that. It, it was a yes. Let's acknowledge that. Let's acknowledge that. It was MLK yesterday. Yes. We know what, 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 what Martin Luther King Jr. meant to everybody, to the whole entire world. We knew we, if you didn't celebrate it, then damn it, you out of there. You okay, out of there. Cool. 
You out there. Let me make one statement on MLK. Go ahead. You know we keep it 100 on this podcast. We don't have no choice. Let me make one statement. This is what I need people to do, okay? Mm. Uh I need people to stop using MLK quotes for convenience. Mm. That's number one. I need y'all to stop doing that. I need y'all to understand that this man was militant in the way he went about things and not militant in a way of violence and all of that. We know Come Dr. On. King was about nonviolence. But Come stop, on. stop, stop with all of the Come he on. he was trying to get it. No. No. Mm. He was the leader of the civil rights movement because mm. black people were not equally and gainfully experienced the American dream that we were supposed to experience. Mm. That was his fight. All right, let me oh. get that out the way first per, before we get into it. I oh. hate to preach early, no. but I, I see these convenient tweets and quotes and all of that from some of the same people that would have hated him and hated his message. So so stop the convenience. <laughs> be honest with yourself. All right, let's, hey, let's get that out of the way. Break it off. I love it. Look, let's get that. we had a lot of basketball MLK Day, right? And I gotta, I gotta point out, and I gotta ask you about one team in particular. Was a, mm. it's a few teams we gonna get to, but this team right here, okay? We gotta talk about South Beach. Bam out of the Bayou is back. The Heat are the the number one team in the Eastern Conference. I need to know from you, Swagoo. I know, I know. Look, you're in your zone. It's the, it's the playoffs in football, but you still, you know, I'm watching hoops. Yeah, you I know that. I already know that. I need yeah. I, I need your thoughts on the Miami Heat. I need you to 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 break it down to me and tell me where they stand with you and and how you feel yeah. about them. Are they contenders or pretenders? Like, let me know. Tell me right now. I'm all ears. First of all, I gotta ask you because I'm so excited about this D Mitch news. But I gotta ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's the news. I got so excited when I saw the rumors. Mm-hmm. Just the rumor. Let me get into this, man. I love the move for Kyle Lowry. All right, before the season started, right? I love that move because not only do you bring championship pedigree, you bring a level of consistency to that spot to help Jimmy Butler if you need buckets. In the playoffs, do Perk the the thing I remember about the Miami Heat in the playoffs was Jimmy Butler hanging over the scores table, mm. tired as hell. Mm. That's what I remember, mm. and I get it. Like he was the he was the instant offense and the defensive stop on the other end. We know Bam exploded. Bam is Bam is a, a legit front court dominator. Defensively, he's an anchor. You can get him to rock. And Perk, you know what's so amazing about him Talk is that he, he can facilitate. Perk, he understands how to get rid of the basketball in adverse situations. Yep, versatile big. He's a versatile big. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, man, when you look at Pat Riley, okay, Ooh. let's not let's not let's not let's not forget that this thing has been orchestrated by one of the greatest to ever put teams together in the NBA mm-hmm. and also one of the greatest coaches to ever done the sideline. You and I talked about Spolstra a few weeks ago, and I was like, I didn't know he was a good coach until you told me the story about him and LeBron having their meeting. To answer your question, yep. that's a long way to answer. Hell yeah, they contenders. You call what you used to call them. You used to call them them goons, right? That's what you used to call they, they them. They steal them goons. Them goons what, from Dade County. From Dade County. And listen, yeah. I think, okay, this is what I believe, Perk. Go ahead. Like football, all right, you make moves 
because you saw something last time that you need to fix. Mm. And to me, that's Kyle Lowry. They arguably got, not arguably, they got a walking bucket coming off the bench as well. Can, can you can you put a name on it, Perk? Because I don't want to say I will. Hero. 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 Okay. Tyler Hero. Thank you. Hey, yeah. You know, you know what? Let me say this. Let me let me say this. Why you just why you're saying this? Tyler Hero said, Hey man, y'all mentioning Luka Doncic and Trey Young. I'm gonna make y'all, I'm gonna make y'all mention me this year in that same mm-hmm. conversation. And he's he's actually backing it up. Go ahead, finish, go ahead and say what you were saying. But so so I love the makeup of the team. I love the fact that you could pull offense off the floor and you got a guy to come on and give you instant offense in Tyler Hero. But the most important thing I did, I think they did, and I, I can't wait to see it come to fruition. When the Phoenix Suns got Chris Paul, they went to another level yep. because of experience and the ability to be a floor general. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see Kyle Lowry and what he does for this team when they get in the playoffs. What? That's what I got for the Heat. What? They are absolutely for real. Okay. Yeah. No, no. You're you're preaching. <laughs> hey, you, did, you did not say anything wrong. And it starts, the reason I call them them goons from Dade County is be, before I touch on everything else, their identity, their identity is defense. Yes. We're gonna get into you. We're gonna make it ugly. If you want to scrap, we'll do that too. We got OG Udonis Haslam sitting right on the bench. We already yeah, know. We already know what Pat Riley and and them and them the Italians and Colombians are doing down there. You know what I mean? You got a problem with the heat? Whatever don't you want. Go get them bricks tied on your feet, and you get dropped in that ocean. Okay. Swimming so look, with the fishes. Yeah, yeah, swimming with the fishes. So here's the thing. When I look at the Heat, you're absolutely right about Kyle Lowry. Hell, I thought the Lakers should have got him last year, and I don't oh, know if oh, yeah. you saw it. I was, I was telling them. I know. Hey, trade, make that happen because here's the thing: he could play on the ball, he could play off the ball, but the thing that you can't replace is that he's a dog, a he pit a dog. bull. He's going to get you those extra possessions. He's always going to be in the league in the top of the top of the far as top of the tops in the league as far as taking charges. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's going to be getting deflections and steals. All those things that don't show up in the stat sheet, Kyle Larry is doing. Okay. Now and and Perk will knock down a shot. Oh, well, no, he's battle tested. He's okay. NBA All right. I, yeah, yep. So, I just want to yeah, make sure absolutely. everybody know that, that it ain't no sagging off. Go ahead, my bad. It ain't no sagging off. So they have shooting. They have shooting. Okay? We know that. But they added somebody for the low. They stole from the Milwaukee Bucks. P.J. Tucker. That, that right there in the culture. Shoe right man. there in the culture. A shoe man. So... When you look at the Miami Heat, the fact that they're number one in the East right now and they haven't been healthy the entire season. Jimmy Butler has been out. Bam, first game was yesterday. Yesterday, yep. After four to six weeks, and they're number one in the East. This is the same Eastern Conference with the Chicago Bulls that have been balling, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Brooklyn Nets, the Philadelphia 76ers, 
they're number one. Now they got their whole roster back. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling the world this right now. I'm not going to disrespect the defending champions. I always live by this. Until somebody knocked them off, they're Maybe always going to be my my favorite. Okay? Yep. I, yep. And I'm just saying that because... No, I respect I, that. Yeah, you got to knock off the champions. But I will say this. For us coming out of the East, the Miami Heat is the dark, is my dark horse to win it all. We have I'm to remember, this team two years ago was in the NBA Finals. And they got better. And you know what else? We don't even know when Victor Oladipo is coming back. He's on a bet. That's more power. Talent ain't the issue. No. Talent talent ain't the issue to your point. Continuity, getting everybody back healthy, and you know this team going to defend. Listen, here's I got to make a confession. Go ahead. Sitting and listening to you and talking to you. Repent. Like off, off script. I did not really understand. You, you know I know how important defensive basketball is. Yeah. Right? Like, I understand on that end of the floor. But when you think a lot of – like, a lot of casual fans, and in this regard, I probably was too, because I look at Brooklyn and I say, you got to get the 130. Mm. Right? Like, you got to get the 130 in the playoffs to beat them. I, I just feel like that. Yeah. When you start talking about how they can operate – on the other side of the floor offensively. But when I look at when I look at the Heat, bro, they can get the 130. And they defend. <laughs> and they going to make life hell. Yes. For KD and James Harden and cuz cuz Jimmy Butler going to lock in on somebody. And and you know how that's going to go for the duration Tuck- of the game. And PJ Tucker going to lock in on bro, so so to your point, they are built for playoff basketball now. Mm-hmm. Like, they are built for that. They are built to say, hey, we got stoppers. Yes. And if – if I just saw P.J. Tucker guard KD. Now, nobody can guard KD, but he but made, he made life live in hell. He made him work for every point. Every single bucket. Okay. Look, All right, Perk. And listen, I'm, I'm going to say this, and we're going to leave. Let's not leave this out. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to say it with my damn chest out. Air exposure – is the best damn coach in basketball, period. Mm. And there's no disrespect to Ty Lue, Doc Rivers, Greg Popovich. Today, adjustments on the fly and coming up with different schemes and putting people in position, holding players accountable, he's that guy, okay? It's been a lot going on in the basketball world, okay? But it was was another particular team that played, okay? And and for 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 our cousins out there, we gotta dive on the Lakers, okay? Because Magic Johnson called them out after Denver smoked them the other night, right? Eddie Jeannie Buss said she deserved better. LeBron James came out with a tweet. He apologized, and so yesterday they they go against the Utah Jazz, one of the tops in the in the, in the league, one of the best offense in the league. And they held them to 85 points. Yep. And they won the game. But that's not even a question that we're diving into. Okay, that's one game. We know the Lakers has, has looked look horrible. They have not lived up to expectations. But it's a rumor circulating out there. And I need to hear what you got to say. And then I'm going to go right after you. The, they're Vogel. talking about Frank Vogel being on the hot seat. 
I need to yeah. know how you feel about it. Frank Vogel is on the hot seat. Well, Perk, we know what Frank Vogel calling card is in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm y'all done said it a thousand times. He's supposed to be a defensive guy, defensive yeah. specialist. All right. Yeah. But 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 here's the issue I have with that, Perk. And I get it. Like Frank Vogel gonna be the scapegoat anyway. Mm-hmm. Hell, they ain't letting LeBron go. They ain't gonna you know, they might try to make a trade here or there, but I don't see them doing that either. Here's yeah. the thing that, that I have a problem with, with talk the Frank to, Vogel thing. Come on, talk to us. The Lakers talk got lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay? The Lakers got lazy because LeBron James was on the roster. And I know it's a running joke. LeBron James do this. Who's LeBron going to get his players? Who is this? What's going to happen with this? The bottom line is this, bro. <clears throat> and I always revert back to what you said about that meeting he had with Eric Spolstra. I also revert back to that meeting you said he had with Ty Lue. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got to challenge your superstar mm-hmm. to lead the way defensively. Mm-hmm. Okay? I've seen LeBron be an elite defender. There mm-hmm. is no reason for Russell Westbrook not to be an elite defender. Okay? There is no reason for when AD gets back that he anchors the floor oh, along with Dwight Howard. There's no oh, reason for any stop. of this to be happening. Don't stop. Keep so, going. So the the issue I have yes. with 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 the with the, I understand it. The I understand Frank Vogel is the low man on the totem pole. And the fact that it's not going right, that's who you get rid of. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Perk, the players decided to play defense last night. They made a decision. So I don't know how the hell you coach a decision. I don't know how you do that because you know, you know, we told we told everybody at the first part, we are big LeBron fans, but I'm going to put it on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. Hey man, Hey man, you expected the lead offensively. You expected the lead off the floor and you know, defense right now going to be your calling card to getting into these playoffs and having the shot to win a championship. Because you got to defend the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. You got to defend the Golden State Warriors. Like, because the shooting, you don't have it anymore with Russ to go toe-to-toe with points. You don't have it. Perk, we sat here uh, years ago and watched the Golden State Warriors tell LeBron, hey, man, yeah, go get your 50. We just going to stop everybody else. Everybody else. We saw him do it. I'm. This is what I'm afraid of. Talk to me. I'm afraid that we are sitting here talking about defense mm-hmm. and Frank Vogel being on the hot seat when I think it's a decision from the players on the Lakers team to play better defense. Okay? That's one thing. And, Perk, let me be honest, bro. I got on Russ for the statement he made. I don't know if you saw the tweet. But I got on Russ for the statement he made about basket. He said something about um, it's, it's, it's bigger that, than basketball. That same old, that same old bullshit. I've seen it too. Yeah. Perk, I just, because what are you there for when you at the facility and you playing game? What are you there for? We all play basketball to take care of our families. Yes, but we all play the game to take care of our families. That's understood. Like, we're talking about basketball, Russ. We're talking about what you actually doing on the basketball court. Yeah, I did like I did like how savage he was when he ducked on uh, Gobert. I ain't gonna lie, that was that was vintage Russ. But Perk, let's get like let's be honest, bro. If you gonna have Brody on the floor and he can't shoot the basketball, 
this ain't the team he need to be on, bro. Period. Period. He can't because if you can't knock down shots based on who you gonna have to beat to get to the Western Conference Finals and try to make a final, and you want him on the floor, it's gonna cause a lot of issues with you scoring points, man. I'm gonna let you have it because, so, like I say all the time, you know it's the running joke. I don't know a damn thing about basketball. No, I'm gonna no, give it you, to my basketball guy. No, no you just spoke <laughs> a lot of gospel. Here, here's the thing, bro, and I and I really feel this way. <clears throat> This same Frank Vogel that you put that that so-called saying that's on the hot seat is the same Frank Vogel you won a damn championship with two years ago. And here's my thing that I'm going to have a problem with. If the Lakers continue to struggle and if Braun and Anthony Davis, those two in particular, don't go to war for Frank Vogel, I got a problem with that, dog. I got yeah. a problem with that. Yeah. I got a problem with that because they know, Braun and AD both know, when you bring in Carmelo Anthony, and I know he's been hurt for a few games, but he's part of this too. Yeah, he give you the threes and he hit the side of his head, but he can't guard a park car. They no, pick sir. on him every single time in the pick and roll. Everybody's watching. Russell Westbrook gamble on defense instead of fighting and getting up over the screens. So I'm watching the game last night. I'm watching. I'm watching. It's the fourth quarter. The Lakers are making a run. And the Lakers had LeBron James, Taylor Horton Tucker, and three other guys that probably, if they were healthy, wouldn't even be in the rotation that was on the floor. And that was Avery Bradley who came in with a non-guaranteed contract, uh, Malik, Malik Monk, who's on the vet minimum, and Stanley Johnson, who is still on the 10-day. And what I watched them do to the Jazz yesterday, they played extremely hard. They got into them. Yes, the Jazz had more talent, but they went and got that win. So Little Big Bro, I got it. Hold on. Let me, let me stop and give you your flowers. Let me stop and give you your flowers right now. Uh-huh. This is what you said. You said it. You said they want to do movies. They want to do commercials. They want to enjoy the L.A. lifestyle and forgot to make the main thing the main thing when it comes to basketball. Perk, oh. you know why they play better defense with all of them dudes you just named on the floor? Because they wanted to. They want to. They, they want to. It. That's that's To your point, that's why I'm holding – LeBron James accountable. Me too. That's All right, go saying. ahead. My bad. When, go when, ahead. When you build a team around LeBron James, you have to put killers around him. 100%. Killers, real ones. And so when you put those scrappy dudes around him, the game completely changed. And then all of a sudden, now you see Russell Westbrook walking to the scores table with about three minutes and 35 seconds left into the game. Okay, but these guys that went out there and scrapped and got it done by ball movement. By ball movement, yep. By getting yep. it to him. I'm watching Stanley Johnson attack the, the chest of a three-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, and going at him. So here's the thing. It's not Frank Vogel, dog. Like, let's get that out the way. And, and, and I'm telling you right now. Scapegoat. And you know how I feel about Braun. You know my friendship with Braun. Yeah. You know my friendship with Anthony Davis. But
But if Frank Vogel get fired or if they don't go to war for Frank Vogel, I got to call them. We going to call them? And we, we going to talk about them? No, nah, nah, bro, because that ain't fair, dog. That ain't nope. fair. That ain't fair that Frank Vogel got to get the blame because of the lack of uh, uh, of the others that was brought in, Russell, Carmelo, and all that, and they came in with that cool Hollywood. And you, and you know what the irony is of it, bro? Give it to is me. that he he ain't choose them? That's 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 the Lakers brass that wanted the big name called Melo, and they wanted Russ, and we talk. That's the big name they wanted that. Frank Vogel is trying. I don't. Here's the here here's my issue and why I'm so pissed because of what you said. Frank Vogel still coach defense. He still can coach defense, but you gotta want to play defense in basketball. Any good defender that's ever played basketball did not go out there and say, good defense just going to happen for me because I'm out here. <laughs> come on, come all right. On. All right, bro. Uh, I, I didn't got emotional, man. I got to I gotta save all my energy for where we no, going. We, no, we got it out the way because we, we just needed to address that. And I'm all in for, you know us, we don't sugarcoat nothing. But – Frank Vogel don't deserve to lose his job. I don't give a damn what nah. nobody say. And I'm going to nah. leave that at that. We didn't touch on the hoops, okay? It's 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 time it's time to go a little bit to the dark side. And I'm not talking about the Memphis Grizzlies, okay? I'm talking about both of us, okay? Look, I'm going to say this. My Cardinals lost. They got a spanking yesterday, but I had no aspirations for them winning the Super Bowl this year. I really didn't. I thought Kyler Murray, he played the worst game of his career. I thought I ain't making no excuses, but I thought he was deflated because he knew he didn't have his other partner in crime. He didn't have his guy and his coach left him out to dry. He did. He he didn't have D-Hop. Okay. But now, but now, I got got to get to you, Mr. Frames. Mr. Shining Frames on your face. I got to hear. My grandmother up there praying for me. I have to hear it. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen. But I have to hear it because here it is. It's it's no reason. It's no reason in hell. I'm going to say this. It's one thing to get beat by Tampa Bay or Green Bay. Okay. But to get beat by the San Francisco, and I'm not knocking the San Francisco 49ers. I thought Shannon had put together a hell of a game plan. I yep. thought they run. I thought, I thought, here's my biggest point. I'm going to give you the flow. I thought X's and O's game plans and all that. Yes, yeah, Shannon had did his thing. But I thought the number one thing that the 49ers did, more so than anything, they bullied the out of the Cowboys. From at, at the line of scrimmage in the trenches, whatever you want, Debo Sam Samuels, all that they bullied them. Now go ahead and take the floor. I need to know how you feel about the organization. I need uh-huh. to know how you feel about Dak. I need to know how you feel about McCarty. Come on, give it to. All me. right, they need to. They gonna have to bring a damn ice bag in here for this mic because this mug about to get set on fire. You hear me? All right. I'm going. I'm going. I'm. I'm making three three reference points. All right. First, I'm gonna talk about the game mm-hmm. between the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Then I'm gonna go to the coaching staff, and then I'm gonna go to the systemic problem. Okay. For the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Won the game. The game actually didn't go any other way than I expected it to go. 
outside of the fact that that offense did not show up at all for the Dallas Cowboys. Bro, let me tell you something. They, that Dallas defense gave up yards. They gave up a few plays. But see, Perk, this is what we do. We look at film. The Dallas Cowboys extended three possessions because of penalties. Mm. Being offsides for mm. the San Francisco 49ers, pre-snap penalties. Not, yeah. not, not jumping offsides, lining up offsides. Mm. They gave up 23 points to a team that quote unquote murdered them. Now, when you go back and look at the film of this game, yes, yeah, San Francisco had a tremendous amount of success running the football. Mm-hmm. But guess what, Perk? They did that to everybody. Mm. The San Francisco 49ers went down 17-0 to the Los Angeles Rams last week and came back on the Los Angeles Rams and beat them because of the run game. Mm. If anybody would have told me before this game was played that the 49ers would only score 23 points and beat the Dallas Cowboys, I'd have called them a ball-faced lie. Mm. Because I expected the Dallas Cowboys' offense to be a part of their defense. Mm. That defense got left to dry time and time and time again. Holding penalties, false starts, drop passes, uh, turnovers, and they surrendered 23 points to a team because if you remember, the energy all week was the 49ers about to come and they about to just run through the Dallas Cowboys defense. Perk, that was not the case. That was that was not, I agree. I agree. The issue in that game was Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, was horrible, like he's been now for a number of weeks. Not not the same Kellen Moore that's that's yeah, that's the, the boy genius. Yeah, that's, the, that's, that's getting that's, all these head coaching. Yeah. Um, yeah. All yeah. Yeah, that that <laughs> Kellen Moore. The I mean, Kellen Moore, uh, the Kellen Moore with zero playoff wins. But he a hot name, and Eric Bieniemy won a Super Bowl and has been and has six playoff wins. But let me not get to that because I ain't to coaching yet. I'm still on the game. Just give me a second, bro. I got to get this off my chest. Go ahead. All right. So I look at Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. and I'm frustrated throughout the game. Dak missing throws. He won't take off and be an athlete. Now I still am mindful that he a year off of his ankle almost being detached from his body. Mm-hmm. I'm not – I still understand that. But, Perk, we're in the playoffs, bro. And you done said – you've told us you fine. Yeah. That's what Dak said, okay? paid the big bucks. You getting paid the big – there was opportunities for Dak Prescott to be an athlete, and he chose not to be mm-hmm. until late in the game, and it ended up being a touchdown run. All mm-hmm. right? That's, that's my issue with Dak. Okay. But, bro – Kellen Moore, see, I'm getting tired of the boy genius tags. I'm getting tired of the he the next one. I'm getting tired of he the next great offensive coordinator that's going to be a head coach and he going to take this team to new heights. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. What the hell have y'all been watching to think Kellen Moore is a boy genius offensive coordinator? What the hell have y'all been watching? When CeeDee Lamb get one catch in a playoff game for all the marbles, you deem the offensive coordinator a boy genius? When Tony Pollard touches the ball six total times in a football game and he's one of your most dynamic weapons on your team, 
You that's the boy genius that everybody wants to be a head coach. When Amari Cooper can't get involved in a football game and the one time he makes the catches for a touchdown, but that's the offensive coordinator that everybody wants to come. When you've watched Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore, the guard Connor Williams all season long get beat to sleep by defensive tackles and you make no change. Mm. You don't find any help. You mm. allow that to transpire. There's one area in this game that the San Francisco 49ers whooped the Dallas Cowboys. Their defensive line embarrassed the Cowboys' offensive line. That is where they got bullied and whooped. With Nick Bosa leaving the game early. Man. All right, that's the game. I got that off my chest. Man. Let me go to coaching because I, I, I alluded to it because it had to be kind of filtered into that conversation with the players. Perk, for the life of me, I can't understand, bro, how – I asked Dan Orlovsky this question the other day. Mm-hmm. I said, Dan, how difficult is it throughout the duration of a game or through the first couple possessions of a game – to realize what the hell you're doing ain't working. And how do you counter that in the moment? And Dan, Dan truthfully said, hey, man, it's difficult. He said, but the good ones, they figure it out in a couple series. The great ones, they identify right away. So how are we supposed to define Kellen Moore? Because, Perk, I want to remind everybody, this ain't the first time this offense didn't look like trash. They've been looking like trash for a long time. Everybody got excited when they put – For the past three weeks, except for when they hung whatever 50, on the red 50 on Philly, the, mm-hmm. back, the backups for Philly, and they had a great game against the Washington football team who was also injured and beat up. Yep. But what I thought, Perk, this is where I was a fool. What I thought is that you would take them experiences from the bad offensive output mm-hmm. and you would see what you did well – and you will implement some of those things. Mm. Kellen Moore ran the ball 16 times. Hello, Perk, how many you, times you just – Hold on, before you keep going. All I'm, I just got to say this. Somebody, I don't I don't know, I, I don't, I'm not going to mention his name, but he came up with a famous quote that said, you have to run the damn football. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know who – I forgot who it was that came up with it, but you have to run the damn football. Go ahead, though. That's why, that's why the San Francisco 49ers are in the playoffs because they run the damn football. Mm-hmm. And, Perk, for everybody – you know I'm a Dallas fan, but yeah. you know I tell the truth about the Cowboys. Yeah, you do. And I also tell the truth about the NFL. I had the San Francisco 49ers going to the playoffs in week eight. You did. When they were not balling out of their mind. You did. I heard that. I did. I did. Segment on Lock It In called on Sports Center called Lock Them In. I I remember that. Yeah, week eight. So I knew I knew the San Francisco 49ers were were gonna be a solid to good football team. But the San Francisco 49ers ain't world beaters. The Dallas Cowboys beat themselves. And that's on coaching and that's on players. And execution comes down to players on the field and non-adjustment comes down to coaches. So Mm. two parts of what you need to win a football game were horrid for the Dallas Cowboys. Now let me go systemic because I know we got to get out of here. Jerry Jones will never move out of the way. Jerry Jones will always hire a coach where he can have his thumb. uh, Jerry's 103 years old. Like, move. Perk. Perk. We've been telling, we've been saying that forever. And here's what, here is the issue. Cause Stephen A. go, Stephen A. got the the whole thing running with the Cowboy fans. 
here's my issue with the Cowboy fans. And stop asking for it to change. It's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking that's, that, that this man, Jerry Jones, who's owned this team for so long, is going to change because you feel like he should. Yeah. Perk, when I was in Dallas, we felt like Jerry was too involved. When I was playing, when it actually mattered to me, as far as my career and the results of football games, Go he ahead. was in the way. Here's the other part. When they hired Mike McCarthy, I hope I'm going I'm to I'm try to bring it up on first take tomorrow when I have it. When they hired Mike McCarthy, when they hired Mike McCarthy, Perk, I was on first take that day, and mm-hmm. I said, this is just another example of a coach he can control. That's mm. what it is. Mm. Whatever coach, Perk, here's why you never hear – about the Dallas Cowboys being being real players in the coaching cycle, Come on. because Jerry likes people. He fig- he sees people that he likes and he wants them to be the coach. And he also sees people that he can have influence over, or be influencer to, and that's the guys that he hire. Right? Like Jerry yep. don't want to hire a Sean McVay because Sean McVay gonna say I'm running the offense I run. I'm doing it my way. He don't want to hire Kyle Shanahan. Jerry Jones got rid of Jimmy Johnson after winning two Super Bowls. What the hell make you think he going to hire somebody that he don't think he can put under his finger? But answer this, but why? Uh Because I've been telling people this for years. There is is two parts to Jerry Jones, Mm -hmm. and they are both true. Jerry Jones wants to win, and he wants the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl as bad as anyone in the world. Right. That's the truth. Okay. The the other thing that's true is Jerry Jones really thinks he knows football. So he wants to be involved. I don't know if this is the case. I don't know a lot of owners that sit in personnel meetings. I don't know a lot of owners that sit in <laughs> in in offensive meetings. I, I, I don't know a lot of. I, I don't seen. know. I haven't seen. I, I played for one other franchise, the Baltimore Ravens, with Steve Bashotti. Yeah. He never. He never. I never. I saw him twice the whole year I was there. I saw him twice. And and we. But Perk, I get tired of talking about this because Dallas Cowboy fans get mad at me when I say stop complaining about what Jerry is doing. He ain't changing. You, you know what? You know what? Let, let, let me sum this up for you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, for, go ahead. for our cousins and, and for what you're saying. Because you keep saying he's not changing. And, and you know our old saying back in the South and how we feel about old people, what we say. Hey, stop worrying about them stop. old people because they what? They stuck in their ways. Stubborn and stuck in their ways, they man. Stuck in their ways. It ain't no changing them. It ain't no Bro. changing them. Mama Spears, my grandmother, we could go. They, we, they we, do it we, how they do it. We could go in the, we could we could sit here and have a conversation with them in the room and say, mama or grand, granny, this ain't right. And we could talk to them and we could scratch, we we could pull the hair out out of our beers and then we and go, know we right and know we right and then we have to go we have to go in the room and then our wife remind us and say you're you're not changing them they're stuck in their ways 100%. and i have to that's that's what it is swagger 100 so those three parts because it ain't just about 
losing to the 49ers. Like, the Cowboys ain't won playoff game. When I was there, we won a playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles. We were we went to the playoffs my my rookie or the second year, and that was the fumble that Romo had against the Seattle Seahawks. Where yep. we, we potentially was about to win that game. And then we went to Minnesota and lost to Brett Favre when he was in Minnesota. So it's hard to win in this league. I mm-hmm. understand that. But I don't – see, this is – I'll tell you my number one frustration. Talk to me. People actually think I carry this home with me. <laughs> like, no. No. Like Mike Tomlin said in one of his interviews, we do not care. We don't care. Direct deposit hits Thursday morning. Oh, and, and at the end of the day, just for, that's how people think I feel about the Celtics. Like, bro, no, like I, no. I want them su- to succeed. I'm a gas. I'm a pump them up when I feel yes. like. Yes, I'm still sleeping. We sleeping with the AC on sixty because we, we big fellas. We big, and yes. and I don't know about what kind of fan you got. I got the box fan from Walgreens. I gotta blow, hear the noise. Yeah, I gotta hear the noise. Blowing right in my face. But look. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, box fan. Hey, 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 but look, Swagoo, I'm telling you this right now. In order for the Cowboys to change, and we go in on this, Jerry got to get out the way. He's not getting out the way. So to all the Cowboys fans, again, our I, I, I line that was bought by Swagoo, yep. Swagoo and Perk, when a person show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. So, so y'all could just so stop just wishing overnight he's going to change. He's no. not. No, he's not. and Perk, that's why. That's why for me, bro. Like before the season started, I ain't had the Cowboys winning Super Bowl anyway. I ain't had them going to Super Bowl. Right. I love. I I root for the Cowboys for the players on the field, mm-hmm. and I root for that franchise because that franchise changed my life. That franchise is responsible for changing my life to the point where I don't even have to work anymore. Uh, I know what you're saying. And, and my kids are going to be straight. Yep, so I'm loyal yeah, to the Cowboys. And, and I'm loyal to the Baltimore Ravens because I got checks with their name on it too. Okay? But here's the thing for me. When it comes to all of this Cowboy stuff, bro, and and I, I got in a battle with somebody on Twitter. This fan was like, I can't stand the way you talked about the fans. I said, listen, man, y'all, I y'all crying in the stands. Y'all hugged up like somebody. Bro, I had people sending me DMs talking about sorry for your loss. Bro, no. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm on the computer shopping for some shoes right now. <laughs> Like it's oh, it's okay. It's, like you said in the last bucket, it's okay. It's okay. So you have no control over what the Cowboys do. You gonna go cheer for them? I'm gonna celebrate every win that they have. When they I'm gonna be mad about the losses. But and per- then you go, you gonna go to sleep. And then I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna eat and go to bed. Check this out. We didn't really did our thing, and I want to ask something. We did we did a show today, baby. We did a show, Big Swagoo. Listen, talk that talk real quick. I, I I need to know in this rapid fire this week coming up. We got some battles, okay? Yeah, we got some battles. I need you. Who you got, Buffalo or Kansas City? I'm taking Kansas City. I'm gonna still bet on on, oh. on Mahomes and Josh Allen playing out of his mind. Okay, okay. I I'm going against the grain. I'm actually going with Buffalo. Okay? That ain't bad. That ain't bad with, at all. I'm, I'm going with Buffalo. I feel like Buffalo is kind of riding the wave of, you know, 
of, of, of Josh Allen, and he got something to prove. Okay, I know you're a Joe Burrow fan. We got the Bengals and the Titans. I need to know who you rolling with. I got Tennessee in this one. I think that ground game is gonna keep Joe Burrow on the sideline longer than he. And I has, think that I think the Bengals ain't seen the defense like this in a minute. That defense. That that, that defensive front is yeah, a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Hundred percent. Forty Niners and the Packers. I, I think we both agree with this. I, you're not I winning. Got Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay. And then, and then we got the Rams and the Bucks. I'm it's the one perk. I'm going with the Rams. Me too. Okay, Me but look, too. that's how. <laughs> hey, that's how we go end it. That's how Me we too. go end it. I, hey, hey, big bro, listen. I love you. That's how we love go. Love you, bro. End it. I'm gonna be waiting on my. I'm a, a screenshot me that that picture of the uh tracking, oh, the tracking number. Yeah. Yeah. And look, here's the thing, because we talked we talked about Frank Vogel, we talked about Dak. So to all those fans out there, okay, the grass may look greener when it's fake. Okay. <laughs> when it's fake. So don't just don't just jump that's out turf. there like. Yeah, that's turf. So don't just you tear think, ACLs out there. Don't just think that oh, I'm fine. Fine, Frank Vogel getting rid of Dak is gonna be the solution. And that, hey, look, this is another episode of Swaggoo and Perk. You know what I'm saying? Next time when we come on, hopefully we both be wearing these nice ass frames. But they, that, that's they will sport. they will be at your house ASAP. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Okay, and, okay. and, and that's how we <laughs> it. y'all get out y'all feelings. Hey, cousins, we love y'all, and we love out. y'all, cousins. Peace.